0: This episode of Tailgate Talks is brought to you by Blanca. Tune in live to interact
1: with the hosts on Wednesday nights, six thirty central, at www.twitch.tv/blancaog. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome guys. This is week 47 of the tailgate where we discuss what is going on in the rest of the sporting world. As some of you may know, we're a bunch of Texas tech fans. We definitely, that's how we met with Lubbock, Texas and the university of Texas tech bringing us together, but we do like to take our time and discuss what's going on in the rest of the sporting world. You know, we're not just one dimensional. We try and break out and discuss everything with you guys. Um, so this week, we definitely got a lot going on for you. We're going to be doing a little bit of a breakdown in between the AFC and NFC East. It's going to be the last part of our four-week segment where we break down all of the teams in each division, their their pluses, their minuses, their likelihood of making playoffs, their records. It's going to be a, definitely a good time, so stick around and tune in. Uh, so make sure, if you're not already, subscribe on Spotify, subscribe on iTunes. If it is on iTunes, five-star rating and drop us a review below. Definitely appreciate it. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you follow us on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, but also hit us up on the YouTube channel. It's been popping off lately, doing very, very good. Uh, if it is on the YouTube channel, though, obviously, as always, subscribe to that. Ring, Hit that little bell notification. Be notified anytime a new video goes live from us. Uh, our personal accounts, blah, blah, blah. God, good God. I'm not, I'm not perfect at this every time, okay? So if you want to follow our personal accounts, Dustin. You can find him at Dustin Wimmer 22 Brooks, you can find him at Calvin B. Barrett. And me, you can find me at Blanca, where the L is a 1. Lastly, if you have any sort of thoughts or questions or anything you want to hear us discuss on the show, uh, hit us up at the email, tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. So let's go ahead and kick this off. We're going to jump right in. NFL preseason, that's wrapping up. Next week is going to be at the, at the opener. And so we're going to wrap up our section of this show where we break down the AFC and NFC North
0: divisions.
1: All right, Dustin, take the helm, lead the way. Let us us wrap this this amazing section up.
0: Yes, the preseason is over. We have this week off, this weekend off, and next week we will have week one NFL football finally. And we are going to start this segment with the two East divisions, the AFC East. I'll save my stat for the AFCs to the very end of wrapping up these teams. But we're going to start with the favorite. The hot team came in last year, the Buffalo Bills. And obviously, you got Josh Allen slinging the ball everywhere. They traded for Stefan Diggs last year. He had a major breakout season. And um, their pass rush, um, and obviously rushing game, very questionable. Can they fix those? But – Brooks, do you think Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs can do it again and make a deep run in the playoffs?
2: Yes, I believe so. I think Josh Allen definitely took a step up last year. Um, he had been a guy who was pretty uh, all over the place, turned the ball over a lot, made some dumb decisions, overthrow guys. In comes Stefan Diggs, who is a game-changing wide receiver, and now Josh Allen – is an MVP candidate. It might be a, you know, a front runner to win it all this year. Uh, if you know, they continue to make improvements and this team continues to get better. They were really good last year. And yeah, like you said, without a running game, without much of a running game, they're kind of, That's been you know, mix and match backs. Uh, Zach Moss yeah. is their guy this year. I don't, I haven't heard a lot of people praising him a whole lot. So I don't really know if he's any kind of game changer on that side, but, Hey, when you got a quarterback like Josh Allen who can run the ball as well and throw the ball like he can, maybe that's all you need. So I, uh, I really like this Bills team. I've been impressed with what Josh Allen has done, and I've always really liked Stefan Diggs. And it's kind of been it was fun to watch him last year on a team and be the number one guy yeah. that had to share time with uh, Thielen or something like that. But, but yeah, I'm high on this Bills team. Me too. Yeah. All right, you high on them also?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. Uh, I I think Josh Allen has proven to be able to stay healthy. That's kind of a key thing with a lot of these uh, a lot of these quarterbacks in the NFL right now. It's just can they make it through a whole season? And this Bills team, unfortunately, is a little bit ride or die on that. But he's proven to stay healthy. He's done it two years now, and he's only getting better. And well coached, well ran organization. I think that they're gonna they're gonna do it phenomenal this year. Uh, the, even the, 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 spread on them, I think is even almost a little short sell, but just my opinion.
0: Um, we'll come back to that on yeah, the yeah. over under later. Um, yeah, the good point on Josh Allen staying healthy because he does like to get a little crazy and get a little yep. physical out there, but he has managed to stay healthy, improve his accuracy, but those are looking good, especially with the Patriots coming out. I'm going to jump to them just cause they have the most news coming out of, uh, this division. Mm-hmm. Obviously they're the Patriots. Everybody loves to talk about Bill Belichick and that team. And biggest news out of them, they cut Cam Newton.
1: Yep. He is
0: no longer with the team. He's a free agent out there. So Cam Newton's out. It is the Mac Mac Jones era. He is in their first round pick. Um Arlie, what do you think about Cam out and Mac in?
1: I'm excited for it. Uh I okay. think that, I think that Cam was a horrible fit for what the, the, the New England way was. He's a little he is, I still think, a great quarterback. I don't I don't think he's like um like if you're to go tip for tat, I still think he's a better quarterback than Mac Jones, but Mac Jones yeah. is going mm-hmm. to have the better ceiling. He's gonna do better in the long term and he's more Bill Belichick. And so I think this is a better fit. And if you're trying to find compatibility in between the quarterback and the coach and coach slash GM uh, th- that was the right move to make. This is, this is what they needed to do. I'm excited to to watch this uh, Patriots team really kind of be, I don't want to say a dark horse because everybody's looking at them, but I feel like people are still yeah. short selling the Pats this year. And I think that that's a, that's a, a big mistake for anybody that thinks that they're going to go under 10 wins. Like this is going to be a good team and they're, they're going to come back for a tear. They got a great defense coming in. They have a great offense, uh, Uh, offensive line uh, I think second best in the in the league by preseason ratings they have the second best offensive line which means their rushing is going to be good and Mac Jones does not turn the football over so this Bills team or the the Bills shit (laughs) I'm off today this this Patriots team is going to be one to to not sleep on by any means by any team and I think that they're going to be big time this year I don't know
0: Real high on the Pats, absolutely, Marley Brooks. What are you feeling from the Pats?
2: Um, I like what they've got coming into this year. You know that their defense missed a lot of players last year because they had a bunch of people back out for COVID reasons. So uh, they got most of those guys back. Of course, Stephon Gilmore is out currently, and he's their best overall player. I think back there, yeah, but they'll still be pretty good on defense. Yeah, they'll be much better on that side of the ball this year, kind of back to what they were a couple years ago when that defense was dominant. Um, and then, yeah, Mac Jones—it it feels like the safe move. Um, Cam really struggled last year after coming back from COVID. He, you know, his—he didn't—he couldn't throw the ball downfield. They couldn't stretch it. They also didn't have receivers. Uh, they went and kind of fixed that. Not that they got any star receiver by any means but they've got dudes who can catch the ball maybe stretch the field there like Arlie said they have a really good offensive line and I'm I'm really high on Damian Harris if the Pats actually stick to one running back instead of doing running huh. back by committee like they always do but they lost a lot of the guys who got carries for him last year yeah. Cam was their main red zone ball carrier <laughs> he's gone um
0: 100% of their goal line carries was Cam Newton hundred yeah. percent of goal line, which is, I he's think, gone. Doing, doing in.
2: Rex Burkhead was also another guy who got some carries down there. He's gone. So I think that really opens it up for, for Damian Harris. And then, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what Mac Jones does. He had a pretty good preseason. He's not going to, he's not a dual threat by any means, but I think he's what Josh McDaniels is comfortable with running yeah. an offense. And I think he's really gonna, I think, he's in a perfect place to succeed for him. So, yeah. you know, you get to go from Nick Saban and then the Bill Belichick.
1: Right. I think. That poor Great. guy.
0: Yeah. I, I'm kind of in the middle of you guys. I mean, I do think Mac gives you more options on offense. Is also a lot safer bet, like Harley said, with uh, not turning the ball over. Um, but he gives your offense a little more upside as, as much as the passing game obviously Cam Newton, you needed to be very like niche with his running abilities. Um, so yeah, like Brooks just said, Josh McDaniels can open things up a little bit. I think and they also kind of revamped the offense to go two or three tight ends and back to that style from what they used to do about 10 years ago, really well. And I think that's going to help Mac out a lot there, but yeah, his preseason was good, but that was against the twos and threes of teams and very basic defense. Whenever he gets out there with the ones, bullets are flying, and you have all kinds of exotic schemes and stuff, especially in a division with you know, the Dolphins, they're a good defense, the Bills, they're a good defensive coach team. It can yeah. be a little tough, especially this first year with him. You know, I know he's got Belichick to help him and McDaniels to help guide him in the mm. right way, but... They can't see the field and throw the football for him. Um, so what ha- what happens when he's actually out there? I don't I don't know yet. Just because you can only take so much about preseason because of that. Yeah. What about what's up? Are they?
1: Um. It was the. It was. I was just gonna kind of touch base on that. hit That he got sacked four times still because he's a. <laughs> he's still a young quarterback, and the thing with him is gonna be, don't hold on to the ball too long. Yeah. We'll and. See. And that mm-hmm. was kind of a, that was, that was his first takeaway. As soon as he got out of that game with the jet or with the uh, giants, his first takeaway was absolutely, that was his very first thing. He was just like, yeah, kind of held onto the ball too long. Got sacked four times out of that. I need to get better. And so like, yeah. he's already realizing that, but, but yeah, that that's kind of a, a big takeaway is just that he's, he's still young. And so he's going to be making yeah. some of those mistakes, but I still, I still don't see him turning the yeah. ball over. That's big.
0: Yeah. That helps a lot. Um moving to the other pretty good good team surprise team from last year the Miami Dolphins Tua comes in as QB1 no Ryan Fitzpatrick he gets shipped over to Washington in the NFC East so Tua is the guy kind of um still a lot of speculation they want to trade for Deshaun Watson and Waste. they added their big additions were getting Tua some weapons they added y'all's two favorite wide receivers, Will Fuller. You know he'll be good for about five games this season. Um, then they mm-hmm. drafted Jalen Waddle out of Alabama, and before last year he broke his foot. I mean he was one of the better receiver from him and Devonte Smith. So I think that's a great addition. At least Will Fuller won't be on the field much. Obviously we know his history of getting hurt. Yeah.
2: Um, Will, Will make- Fuller V, and the V stands for the five games that he's going to play. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
1: Damn it, Yeah, I, I hate, I hate t- that I like that.
0: How, Brooks? How much confidence do you have in it? Do you have more confidence in him than the Dolphins front office?
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I think what the Dolphins are doing front office wise is a mistake. I think you got to back your guy here. I do too. And especially with all that's going on, and we're not going to get into all that, but I, I just think it's a dumb decision what they made. I mm-hmm. like Tua. I, li- I like Tua a lot. I think. This year, they got a new offensive coordinator. They're going to cater things more towards him. I don't really – they kind of left the training wheels on for him last year. They didn't really really open up the offense, and I think they're going to do that this year. He's always been a good thrower. You know, he was really good at Alabama. All the scouts talk about how great of a thrower he is, how accurate he can be. And they've got the weapons for him on offense to do it and so I really think this was a team that not a lot of people saw as being really good last year I think they're coached very well I think they have pretty solid defense and I like the pieces that they got I really like Jalen Waddle. I really like um I really think Tua can be a really good quarterback and I'm anxious to see this team I think they can be really good this year and I hope Tua is awesome I, I would really like to see that
0: yeah, you got to remember like last year, Tua was coming off a hip injury that,
1: yeah, yeah that's not it.
0: common for athletes in general, um, especially guys that need to use their hips as much as like an NFL quarterback. So, yeah, the training levels were definitely on for sure. And the fact that he played most of the last year coming off of that is kind of remarkable in the first place. So now he's, and he probably wasn't 100% off of that. Now he's got an offseason rest and 100%. Because two years ago Tua was the guy; it was tanking for Tua. Yeah. You know, so I think last year's kind of a anomaly, let it go type thing. Um, this year's the real, what can we have out of Tua type season. Arlie, what do you think about the Dolphins? Uh,
1: I, I think that that's it. I think that that's the main look for this team, which is t- which is they. Deshaun Watson's a bait. And that, that is a waste of time for any team in the NFL, and they all need to realize that. And I think the only thing, the only reason why this got out, I don't think the front office was, was they entertained the idea. They were like, hey, yeah, we'll talk about it, but we're not into it. I think that this was a bait from uh, Deshaun Watson's camp, and that they released that news, and that's why the whole discussion, but they immediately said, hey, no, we want somebody more reliable, dependable, we know what they're going to be doing off the field as well as on the field. And yeah. so I think that they backed their guy the way that they should have, kind of quickly, like that. And Tua is the Tua is the dude. I, I'm I'm excited for this to to watch this this uh, this Dolphins team. I think they're going to be good. And uh, people forget that that the why Tua was a big name, which was he came back on the biggest stage possible to win Alabama a championship. And yep. you don't just do that being some little weak minded dude. He's, he's very, very strong mentally, and I think that he's gonna be able to carry this team. I don't know about to like this whole ten point margin or nine and a half margin, but uh because their their division is gonna to be tough between the Pats and the Bills, that's gonna be very difficult for them. But uh they already came out and said, like, yeah, two was our guy. We're not even entertaining this Deshaun Watson thing. Okay. But that's my main ride or die with this. I think Tua is going to be great. I think that he's going to have a phenomenal season. They're going to open up the playbook. Like Brooks had said They they gave him like, uh, I think one fourth of it to work with last year and he still did well. So yeah.
0: Um, last team is the lovely New York jets. About the only thing they have going for them is Zach Wilson, rookie quarterback out of BYU. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Um,
0: and literally what I wrote in our script, and what I want to ask you guys is, besides Zach Wilson, can the Jets be functional
1: this no. year? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> there we go. Let's move on. No, go, go ahead, Brooks.
2: <laughs> um, probably not. I mean... Probably not.
0: Right, also right. good answer. Right. You, you gave I mean, him more
2: credit it, than I did. The, it's a safe bet when dealing with the Jets, but I do, like, I do like their head coach. I do like their new hire there. I think he's a guy who can maybe straighten it out there but in the end all be all it all rides on whether Zach Wilson can be a guy of the future and he's looked decent in some preseason games so we'll yeah. we'll see but I mean the rest of the team isn't good so
0: yeah, yeah Zach Wilson's gonna be running for his life a lot the next two three years so that's the tough part for him um, he might be a decent even good quarterback but you're not gonna see much of it you might see flashes but until they get him an O-line and then some weapons, but you got to protect them first and some functional play calling and whatnot, kind of like what they do with Josh Allen. He's just going to be mm-hmm. running for his life and in, in a crappy organization that's been there for a while. Um, so let's get our over unders for this AFCE. So let's stick with the Jets while we're on them. They're at six wins. What do you think, Arlie? Arlie is saying under, under.
1: under. I don't think that they, uh, I think the Zach Wilson's first year and and he's the highlight of this entire team. The rest of the roster's ass. And and I'm sorry but like if there's any Jets fans out there that happen to be listening to this, you know it and you're lying to yourself if you think you're winning more than 5 games this season. Like yeah. You you have you have the most dysfunctional quarterback grave of a of of a of a uh uh franchise. You really do. You've killed every quarterback that tries to go through there and then you try and blame that quarterback for what has been your own problem for the last 50 years? No, uh, I, I'm, I'm going under. Well under.
2: Brooks? Yeah, I'm I'm going under as well. I, I don't see uh more than six wins on that schedule.
0: Yeah, same. I'm under because they're not functional. Yeah. And, yeah. Let's go. Dolphins will go in reverse order what we just talked about. Dolphins, nine and a half. Made the playoffs last year. Surprise team. Nine and a half is there over under Brooks. Do you think Tua can lead the Dolphins to double digits?
2: Yes, I got over. I
0: think. I, think
2: I see 10 wins on that schedule, ten. at least.
0: We got a 10 here. Arley. what do you got?
1: I got them going under because of, because of oh. what will be my next couple of picks. But I got them under the nine and oh. a half. I think they're they're going to be right there. I think they're going to have nine. I think they're going to have at least eight but I think that they're going to be kind of uh, uh, whatever this year's version of a 500 team will be.
0: Okay. I got them over just by at the 10 win mark. I think Tua develops. I think adding Waddle and whatever Will Fuller can give you helps a lot. And their defense is still really good and well-coached. They have two of the best corners in the in the yeah. league, and that helps yeah. the offense a lot and Tua and that team. So I got them over just at 10. I'm um, not sure if I got them in the playoffs just yet. So to the Patriots. Yep. So I'll go with you already. They're at nine and a half. So Over. you take it back to go double digits? Yeah.
1: I think that they win eleven with- or twelve this year.
0: Oh my God.
1: Oh, I'm with not 11. I'm not I'm not BSing. I really do think that this is gonna be uh this is like how Brady had a little bit of a revenge tour last year. I think this is gonna be Belichick's. And so I think that they break eleven wow. twelve wins this year.
0: That's saying a lot. Brooks, do you have them going with that many wins?
2: Uh, No, I do not. I'm going under uh, nine wins for them this year. I think it's too much for Mac Jones. Um, I I just don't see him being like that good. Yeah. That good in a division where you've got the Bills, and then I think the Dolphins are just a very well-coached team, and they're going to be good. So
0: I'm on the exact same page as Brooks. Not saying that Mac's going to struggle like – as much as like Zach Wilson, but I think it's going to be too much for him to win the games in the clutch moments um, down the stretch, especially, they still don't have weapons really um, Yeah. besides their tight ends. There's, I mean, Nikola there's nobody Hatties on their, like whatever. They still don't have wide receivers. It's like, yeah,
2: there's eh. no receiver that moves the needle for you. Um and
0: So yeah, no receiver. Stephon Gilmore out six weeks. That hurts that defense big time. Um, I like the Dolphins a little better than the Patriots, and that's why I went that direction with the
2: under. Yep, same here. I, I like. And so, if it. Mac Jones gets hurt, if Mac Jones gets hurt, then who's going to be their quarterback? Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah, that, that's a that complete crapshoot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a complete crapshoot. But no. I, I, don't, I don't, I just don't think he's going to get hurt. And I just think Bill is just on a on a revenge tour. I don't know. I, I yeah. he he's the he, see. Here's the thing for me is like yeah, they have a sh- like a shit ton of of no names. I get it, but Belichick is the king of making no-names something, something. They make the best out of no-name players. And so, like, I don't see it as, like, a short sell. I think he's going to find a way to use that with a quarterback that doesn't turn the ball over.
0: Okay. Last team, they are the favorite listed right now. The Bills are at 11, even.
1: Hard. So, that
0: kind of makes it look a little tough on everybody. 11 wins, even. Brooks, what do you think about the Bills and Josh Allen? How many?
2: Yeah, I'll take the over. Um, Uh, Yeah, I'm high on this team. I think they're going to be good. They got that little taste, that playoff taste last year where, you know, they were pretty good and then they came up short to a better Kansas City team. Um, But I think that will motivate them. I think they're going to be really good this year and I think they get more than 11 wins. Are you were
0: saying the same?
1: Yeah, I'm on the same boat with the Bills. I think that they go. uh, I think this is gonna actually be Bills 12 and Patriots 11.
0: Okay, I'm going over. I really wanted to push. I'm not sure if they can match. If they just had some magic last year and can match it, or if they're gonna develop and keep it rolling, I'll I'll still take the over and go with that 12 win mark, especially with the extra game. not sure how deep they can go in the playoffs with that same, same thing, just because I I don't know if last year was magic or development um, and see if they can harness that on that. So obviously sounds like everybody wants to take the bills to win the division. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yes, that's correct.
0: Do we have anybody else coming out in the playoffs?
2: I'll have the dolphins.
0: Okay. Yeah, sure. I I, I got to rework
1: all of my teams coming out of the out of the uh, out of the AFC, but so, Arlo, you, yeah, you I,
0: have you have
1: uh I I got to rework that I got to rework that a little bit. i have
0: three AFC teams already. Yeah. So if you want to go ahead and pick the Patriots, it would be week. for me. I do I do think readjust some things and that's okay.
1: I, I do want to kind of look back over that as we do our final reviews next week. I do want to kind of look yeah. back over that and make it a little bit more, uh, more yeah, towards. Brooks, like, you're in
0: the same boat. You have three AFC teams already. Yeah, I'm gonna so. have to
1: kick uh, either the Ravens or Steelers out. I'm gonna have to go through that. Oh, uh, yeah, probably probably the kick burgers, the Steelers Ravens, honestly.
0: Steelers on that side already. But so we'll um, but obviously,
1: Bills number one. They're gonna take the division, not by as much as I think people think, but like I do think the Patriots are gonna be that. I hate calling them a dark horse because it's fucking the Patriots. But yeah, but
0: they obviously they're past the Tom Brady era and the Matt yeah. Jones era. But it's Nobody just, but, but it's offense is the same. So it still I, feels dumb to call the yeah.
1: Patriots a dark horse, but I just feel like people are just looking right past them because the Brady era has ended for them. And I just, yeah, I, 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 I that, that they have to be making the playoffs this year. I don't think that they miss it again.
2: I got to see it without Brady. I got to see him do it without Brady before I start believing.
1: (laughs) I know what you mean. I I don't, I I respect that. I don't know. Dustin, what do you think, man?
0: I'm going to, I'm going to take the dolphins to make it um, and be that third playoff team. Okay. Barely wouldn't be surprised if the dolphins Patriots flip flop a game and maybe they squeeze in, but I don't think either of those teams that are making the wild card of this are, Dominating, I think they're sneaking in as the 6th or 7th seed. Okay. I -hmm. like
1: that. Good take. I mean, it's good. Bill's obviously making it out, though, right?
0: Yeah, everybody's got the Bills. We like the Bills and Josh Allen. All right. So, last division, we get to cover the ever-popular NFC East. Obviously, I'm from the Dallas area. got a rep. Dallas Cowboys they're my hometown team I've always had had them in the back back pocket even though they've disappointed for many many years we will start off with them as of course they lead every conversation in the east and the, most of the NFL um, Cowboys are barely the favorites listed in this division at nine wins obviously Dak coming off his gruesome injury almost Every pro bowler on that offensive line coming off an injury. They have three pro bowlers basically coming back. That's huge. Um, and a new defensive coordinator to help try to fix their super trash defense. And obviously their number one pick, Micah Parsons, that I love so much. I'm going to be the biggest Michael Parsons fan this year. Okay. I you know y'all saw me on draft day.
1: Yeah, I remember I'm that. Gonna,
0: I'm going to be the biggest Michael Parsons fan this year. And I hope they can fix their defense just enough to win some games. Um, Brooks, what do you think about Dak, the Cowboys, the uh, the Hard Knocks Cowboys, I guess you could call them.
2: They uh, they're they're tough for me because it all rides on Dak's health, you know. Yeah. And coming off of that ankle injury, it still just makes me nervous. Um, if he's healthy and the defense is anywhere any improved, like a little improved, I think they're going to be the best team in the in the division because yes. that offense has crazy weapons like CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. That's an awesome wide receiver trio. Then you got Zeke in the back who looks
0: Looking fantastic,
2: good. who looks great. 50. And if – and he's going to be better if Dak is healthy and out there because you can't just pack the box on him you you know you've got to respect the passing game for them and you know hopefully he's not in his fumble ways that he was last year Um, hopefully he doesn't you know drop passes like kind of like he was last year Um, I I think that defense is going to be a little bit better this year Dan Quinn is a Pretty good defensive mind. I think they have all the pieces there to be a really good team. And Dak was going to throw for like 6,000 oh, yards God. last year. They
0: were so <laughs> – their offense was so on fire. I mean, half of that was because
2: yeah, they were was trailing
0: in most games or trying to make a comeback late in the fourth quarter, and Dak yeah. was swinging it everywhere. But, yeah, the first – I don't know how many weeks he was leading the league in offense by a mile.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Arlie, what else you got about the Cowboys? Oh, man. You're gonna hate on them, so go what? ahead. No, they let no. In on it.
1: Honestly, it, here's it, and it's funny, but like the longer or the more we do this, the more I like the Cowboys, but the more <laughs> I hate Cowboys fans. It's oh, just, yeah. Like the Cowboys fans are the absolute worst to me, but the Cowboys team is a ton of fun to watch and extremely talented. And I, I don't want to knock them like too far. So this team is all based on health, and as Brooks said, I gotta kind of ride that train a little bit. It's all based on health, but the rest of that team is going to have to eat what exactly Dallas spells backers, which is salad. So that way Dak can carry this team. It's not going to be pretty, but like Dak has to be able to carry this team forward. Without him, this yes. is this yeah. is a a, a sub five hundred team now with the seventeen games. This is sub five hundred. The backup is not good enough to keep the team rolling. No matter how good the O line is, no matter how good the, uh, the how how good Zeke is looking. You can't hand, he's not Derrick Henry. You can't hand him the ball 800 times a game and still have, think maybe you're going to get a win. You have to have a pass, a a pass game to distract, to get that way Zeke's got some gaps. Um, I think that this team is going to be going toe to toe with Washington this year. And I think it's going to be a little bit, not, not really a surprise, (laughs) but I think a a little bit of an undersell on Washington's part. But I do think that this is going to be going toe to toe back and forth all season long. We're going to be going down to week 17 or 18, I guess with a bye week Uh, week 18 or whatever. And this is going to be, this is going to be down to the wire as to who's going to win this division. I don't think they're going to get any single uh, person to get in on the wild card. So it's going to be either win this division or bust. But I think that's going to be That's going to be Dallas's thing. It's just health. It's just health.
0: Yeah. And last thing to mention there, Dax injury. They signed Will Greer as new backup quarterback, which was a great upgrade from Cooper Rush, who they were going to go into the season with. I think this was the plan the whole time is wait and see on cut day who doesn't make it on some teams as that third, fourth quarterback. Will Greer is definitely an upgrade, former West Virginia quarterback, definitely an upgrade from Cooper Rush. I mean, if he does have to play a few games here and there, he could get you. 500 or a game or two win here and there. I mean, Cooper Rush was not going to do that for you. Any more Cowboys slander? Anybody? No,
1: no, no slander. No. I mean, honestly, if they're healthy, if they're healthy, they're going to be great. I honestly do because Dak, you, you, you can't knock his fucking regular season numbers. Yeah. You can't.
0: All right. Well, well since you brought him up, or the Washington football team won Let's the division go. last year and they brought in. The, everybody's favorite darling quarterback love him it's ryan fitzmagic time in washington they had some quarterback issues with dwayne haskins last year um, and decent backups but they brought in fitzmagic out of miami they added curtis samuel former uh panthers wide receiver who had a pretty good year last year um all right, go ahead. Who, what do you think about the football team?
1: So again, uh, this is going to be going back and forth between Dallas and Washington all season long. Fitzmagic is going to win half his games, no matter what. He's going to win half his games. You're going to get Fitzmagic okay. one half of the season. You're going to get <laughs> you're going to get Fitztragic for no. the other half of the season. It's going to be a thing. But uh, I think the 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 winning or the selling point on this is that the the Washington defense. Is better than the than the Cowboys uh, defense in my opinion.
0: There you have probably the best defensive line in football. And that's, that's that awesome. that's
1: gonna be the main difference in this tale, because in these matchups, uh in between Dallas and Washington, obviously it's gonna be twice a year. Fist Magic is gonna have one good game against Dallas. He's gonna at least have one. If we're going 50-50, he's gonna have one. And the difference is gonna be that defense and defense wins championships, man. Huh? You you have to have a good defense to go in the long run. Uh, yeah. but that's my take. That's my take. Cause Washington's yeah. gonna be going, literally, one after another, sprint to the finish line. Weeks, week eighteen.
0: Yeah, Brooks, football team. What do you
2: got? Yeah, I see this being just kind of like the East every year, where it's gonna be. <laughs> yeah. Come down to like the last week, and whatever team has the tiebreaker is gonna <laughs> push it for that over five hundred mark. And yeah, <laughs> you're gonna but lose. I, And we joke about it a lot because Fitz magic is that guy Fitz magic or Fitz tragic, right? Like he's going to win you some games that you shouldn't, and you're going to lose some games that you probably should win. But what he's kind of turned into the older he gets in his career is he's just become kind of a good game manager. I think that can make plays when you need him to, and can get the ball, maintain the offense while the defense takes over and that's kind of what their goal has to be this year is just let that ride that defense ride that defensive line chase yeah. young um and, and then they've got a really good running back in antonio gibson too that i think is going to be a key for them really good young receiver and terry mclaurin really good tight end they've got all the pieces there i think he's mm-hmm. just the guy to tide it over until they can get their quarterback of the future but he, he's going to make you competitive because of the way he plays and, and his fiery attitude and uh, his willingness to uh, throw it downfield. And that's what they lacked last year. They had the Dinkin' Dunk King and Alex Smith and then Dwayne and Haskins him. and all that. So Fitzmagic will actually spread the ball around and, yeah, you know, I think it's an interesting team to watch like, for yeah. sure. He's definitely
0: an upgrade at quarterback. They've upgraded their offense a little bit, and obviously, like already said, they got the best defensive front, front three or four yeah. in the league across the board, um, and and they're scary up there. Uh, and that's definitely their their cornerstone of their team. Mm-hmm. Um, so to go to another interesting team that I kind of put in there with the uh, is the New York Giants. They're at a seven wins. Saquon returns off his bad knee injury. They sign big time receiver Kenny Galladay. Um, And they've kind of, they haven't said it, but a lot of the media thinks this is a prove it year by Thanksgiving for Daniel Jones. Um, Can he prove it? Can he be the guy? Will they give him an extension? Um, I'd put this Giants team in that group with, I think what we put the Bears and the Vikings with a lot of, I don't know
2: um yeah Bobby, what yeah do you, i brooks, feel what that
0: go, go in on that yeah go in brooks what do you think
2: are they an i, I don't know team i don't like this giants team this year yeah. i mean i think they have some pieces on defense that are all right but daniel jones is kind of who we think daniel jones is like i he hasn't done anything to make me believe that he can lead a winning football team
0: quarterback in the last yeah years.
2: like, like yeah, yeah but
1: so did eli
0: not with the fumbles, though. Daniel Jones fumbles like a mother, like
1: a yeah. But
2: when Eli got hot, he was almost unstoppable. Oh yeah, yeah he was still a man. Daniel Jones is never going to get that hot. I just, I just don't see it. He is what he is. But this is kind of something we also thought about Josh Allen, and then Josh Allen turned into an awesome quarterback last year all of a sudden. But good point. I, I don't see that happening for him. Um, they don't have a good offensive line, and that's going to hurt them. Um, Daniel Jones turns the ball over way too damn much. I, I just don't see this. I just don't see anything from this team that super excites me. Saquon's back, but he's been injury riddled the last few years.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, I, I don't think Daniel Jones proves it. I think this is his last year in New York.
1: Harley
0: thoughts
1: Daniel Jones Giants I'm on that same train I'm not I'm not any kind of high for the Giants right now I don't think that they're going to be any kind of threat to the rest of this division I think the same thing with the other team that we're going to be talking about soon and I there's been no consistency Saquon top five running back when healthy great but that's not enough to carry the needle on this team it's not they don't have the O-line to protect him they don't have they don't have the wide receivers to spread the field at all they don't have the quarterback to hit those shots on the wide receivers to open it up for Saquon, which is again individually, while healthy, one of the top five running backs in this in this league. But yeah, uh, no, there's just that. Uh, honestly, no, but there's no redeeming for this team uh, until until the O lines figured out and until their offense as a whole is figured out. Uh, this is gonna be a question mark team, and we don't even know if Saquon's gonna be good after the return.
0: Yeah. A lot of unknowns to this team, and it all arrived on Daniel Jones' success, like we mentioned. Last team in this division, and probably the most, Jesus, like balls and juggling up in the air, they don't know what they're doing kind of situation is the Philadelphia Eagles. They have really fallen from grace of their Super Bowl season literally like three years ago, four years ago. Jalen Hurts is the guy they're they're rolling with. They traded Carson Wentz in the offseason because his head was too discombobulated. They traded Gardner Minshew for a sixth round pick, which blows my mind. I don't know what that does for either team there. Um, they drafted Heisman winner Devontae Smith, that wide receiver. So Hurts has a weapon. Um, but, Arlie, do you think the Eagles are going to do anything this year?
1: No, I think that that's that's gonna be kind of the buffer games for most teams this year. They're gonna they're gonna get their random wins throughout the season. I don't think that they're like they're not the absolute worst. The Texans and the and 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 uh, and the Lions are the two worst teams this year. But uh, alongside the Jets, I think the Eagles are probably the 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 probably the I, I dare say like the third and fourth worst teams this year.
0: Yeah,
1: and that's they're, that, they're down there that's my honest take. I mean, maybe yeah. may, they're, they're in the bottom five. They're in the bottom five teams of this year.
0: Yeah. Brooks, you with, you with Arlie on that.
2: I don't see them doing much this year. Um, just curious to see what that team looks like with the new head coach and Jalen hurts at running the show. I am intrigued by it, but I, I just don't think this is the year for it. Um, could be one of those things where they have some nice wins. Jalen hurts does look all right. They're still going to finish kind of at the bottom, but maybe you have some signs for a positive future and then you get a good draft pick off of it as well. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough to say. They they also never stay healthy either. They always lose like all their receivers and they're having to throw the the ball to a guy who was on his couch last week. And <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's been so true. Um yeah they're just a big mess. Um we don't know what really is they he only played quite a few games last year. Now, he's obviously, you've seen people when their first rookie year, especially these athlete-type quarterbacks, have some success early. Um, and then their second year, second half of that season, they kind of get film on them and defenses crack down. I think that's going to happen to Jalen Hurts uh, with this defense and against these defenses with their offense. And they don't have a great just team in general. Yeah, uh, yeah, so I'll
2: st- yeah. I'll st- I also don't know anything about this defense. They, I, I don't know yeah. anything on their defense at all.
1: <laughs>
0: I'll uh, I'll start us off with the Eagles here and taking the under on their six and a half. Um, Arlie, you're looking the same way.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be close. I still think they're gonna get their wins. It's still the Eagles. Somehow they managed. Jalen to... Hurts will get them some wins. Here yeah, and, there. and and even yeah. even if they end up going to Minshew, like Minshew Mania was a whole thing for quite a while. Like I loved watching him play, and he's a ton of fun yeah. to watch. Uh, I, I, they're gonna get, they're gonna get their 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 four or five, maybe even six wins, but they're not breaking the seven and over. There, there's no shot.
2: Yeah. Brooks. Yeah, I'll take the under on the Eagles.
0: Yeah, Giants, and we also are like man on. They are at seven, even seven. All right, what do you think?
1: Taking under again. I, uh, I mean, too much in question with this. Again, uh, Jones, we don't know what he's gonna do. Saquon, we don't know what he's capable of, and their O line is ass. Like this is this is under okay. seven.
0: Brooks.
2: Um, I will take the under on the Giants as well.
0: I like the Giants to push and win seven. Um, I think I think Joe Judge is going to coach them up well enough. They have Daniel Jones to be well enough. Um, Saquon's good when he's out there. So I could see them winning seven, um, being better than the Eagles, obviously, but not enough to make teams, like, really scared of them. Yeah. So, now, if it was a seven and a half, I'd have a little – Probably under on that. Yeah, I think seven is just right for them. Uh, defending champs, Washington football team, are at eight and a half. All right, looks like you are feeling the football team. What do you got?
1: I'm going over for Washington this year. I think that not by much. Okay. They 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 maybe break nine. They maybe touch ten, but it's gonna be hard for them to get double digits. But I think that realistically, I think they end up hitting nine.
0: Okay, Brooks, you taking Fitzmagic?
2: Magic? I am. I think it's a good enough football team to win nine games at least.
0: Well, I, they are the football team.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that was bad. Yeah, that was exactly. bad. The, da- the dad level was one thousand right there, man. You had to tone that one down. That was good. <laughs> I could not hit that. No, you had to. You had to. It was there. You Damn. nailed it. You you got that, we, but I'm,
0: how how far over do you want them, Brooks?
2: I'm going right at nine. I think they get nine wins.
0: I'm on the exact same page as y'all. Over at nine, not much more than that. So let's go to the barely favorites. Cowboys are listed right at nine. Brooks, where do you like the Cowboys? We are
2: right at nine. I like it right at nine.
0: Right
1: yeah, same. I'm on the we push though. The Cowboys. Wow. I am. I don't think they break 10. I don't think they get double digits. I I think that this team is just too inconsistent. Okay. Um, And Dak has not played since October of last year. Yeah. Okay. You're not getting. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Brooks, go ahead. Tell me about your push, and then I'll finish this up.
2: I just have to see the defensive improvements before I really go all in on them. Yeah. And I've got to believe Dak can stay healthy. It's just too risky, I think, yeah. to to take the over on it. I think nine is nine is about where they should be.
0: I got them going over, probably around the ten or eleven range. I think with that coming back, but also you're bringing Tyron Smith back, Lyle Collins back, and their guards are coming back. Like they had thirteen or fourteen like different combinations of O lines last year. It was so horrible on that front. I think with all that getting healthy, they're going to be a top three offense this year, most likely. I mean, with how they were looking last year and all this health coming back. um, The defense, yeah, needs to improve, but there's there's only one way to go with that, with how bad they were last year. Um, So I think they can do that and take the division, win 10 or 11 games, uh, take this division from the football team, but that puts you guys at a little a tie for the Cowboys and football team. Yep, at nine wins. So who wins the division in your eyes, Arlie?
1: I'm gonna go. Uh, Cowboys are gonna cowboy, and uh, Washington takes this division.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> They're gonna get everybody's hopes up, and right, right up to week seven, okay. 18 week eighteen, and then they just. They don't get it, by, and they, they miss the playoffs, I think. I think that they don't All even right. get the wild card. So,
0: Brooks, with your push on the Cowboys, we got to tie at 9-9 nine and nine with the football team. Who do you have winning the
2: division? Um, I'll go Cowboys. Okay. I'll go Cowboys. I think they'll have the better division record, and they'll win the division.
0: Okay. Do we have the other Cowboys or football team making the wild card out of that?
1: No, no. one team knows division I mean, winner, and that's it.
0: I'm with you guys on that. So, Cowboys football team, Bills on the other side of the AFC East. Uh, Are I do have a stat for us on the Ooh, AFC East. Let's go. Uh,
1: Take that for data. What's the stat, man?
0: Last little bit to wrap up our AFC NFC East talk. So, with Mac Jones being declared the quarterback of Patriots. Josh Allen is the oldest quarterback in the AFC East at 25 years old. Oh,
1: that's weird.
0: He is 25 years old. Tua is in his second year at 23. True. Zach Wilson and Matt Jones, rookies, at 22 years old. So that's Josh weird. Allen, the old guy, at 25 in the room, leading <laughs> lead in the AFC East. But obviously looks like the best quarterback of all of them. Oh, but it's yeah. very weird to see that in a whole division like that.
1: That is true. I didn't even notice that. All right. Hats off on the staff oh. there. I like it.
2: <laughs> so. Young Guns. And,
0: um, what's up, Mac Jones? What?
2: Who I said Young Guns. He said
1: Young Guns. Young Guns. Young guns. Young guns. I,
0: mean, for sure. I heard some stuff today while we move into news. Um, just with cuts and people kind of getting their roster situated. I mean, the AFC has kind of all the Young Gun quarterbacks, mm-hmm. studs. I mean, you don't have many – I mean, Big Ben's obviously the old guy, but he's on his way out the door. You don't have many, like, that old guys. I mean, the NFC rode out all these pretty older quarterbacks for a long time. I mean, Tom Brady's still going. The Saints rode out Drew Brees for so long. I mean, all the young gun studs are in the AFC. Um, And that's why you see these. most of the AFC teams are towards the top right now, whereas a handful of years ago, before these draft picks, it was the other way around.
1: It was all about having that old, experienced quarterback that was going to get you your 10 yeah. wins every year, at least.
0: Yeah. Um, other you know, NFL news, just a couple things. We talked about cuts already with Cam. Um, he's the only like, big name that got cut. Obviously, these rosters get cut in half. It's kind of a sad day um, for a lot of these guys, but rosters get shifted around. They got to cut things from, I think, 80 or 90 to 53. And then, obviously, they get to add some practice squad dudes. But um, the funniest thing about cut day yesterday, Tuesday, okay. was that the, Lion, the Lions cut both of their kickers. So they don't even have a kicker on their roster right now. So <laughs> I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> I don't know if they just didn't like both of them. You know what? That's, that's the
1: most Lions thing the Lions could have done.
0: Yeah. I don't know if they just didn't like both of them and they were like, we can just pick up somebody else or one of these guys later and hope somebody else better gets kicked off of their team. But they don't have a kicker on their depth chart right now. And that's hilarious. And then mm. last little bit, Arlie, or Bruce, you want to, you want to try out for kicker for the Lions?
2: Uh I think I'll pass, but it's open. I don't think I want to go to Detroit. (laughs) Also (laughs) true.
0: (laughs) Good point. Um, Last little NFL thing, the Saints, obviously their week one game was supposed to be in New Orleans. Hurricane Ida definitely derailed that. Um, So they have moved their home opener next weekend to Jacksonville and are playing the Packers over in Jacksonville. So I saw a couple funny tweets today being like, Lubbock will take you. Yeah, you can play at the Jones. I'm like, that would be awesome if somehow we hosted the Saints.
2: Yeah, that'd be funny.
0: (laughs) Could you imagine? Like, that'd be amazing. So, um, besides that, yeah, no big NFL news. I mean, just keep watching for cuts, injuries. Um, It's kind of nice for these NFL teams. They have a week off in between last preseason game and week one. Now that they've only they've knocked down two, three preseason games instead of four. Yeah. So, that's really nice for these teams. Um, not so nice seeing you have 17 oh. games and not 16 to look forward to.
2: There is some news. Uh, J.K. Dobbins towards ACL on the Ravens. The Ra- oh, Ravens ooh. Starting ooh. running
1: back. I, didn't I knew that, that happened,
0: but I just didn't know when that happened, if we hadn't talked about it. Yeah, that's no. huge loss for the Ravens Big. and everybody who had him on fantasy football, because he was supposed to have a really good year. I mean, he's a baller especially in that running type offense that is big they can can probably go down to houston and grab a running back though
1: yeah we got extras
0: (laughs) yeah you do (laughs) um i know i have on the show script and for all you listeners and viewers out there hard knocks episode four recap
1: i don't think anybody. none of us got to catch it none
0: of us watched it and all i heard was it still sucked which, in my opinion, as a Cowboys fan, that's a good thing. We do not want any drama coming out of Cowboys oh, that team. Part. So glad that it still sucked. That's yeah. my
1: analysis. Yeah, the Cowboys are, are <laughs> have had zero wins so far in the 2021-2022 20, season.
0: So that's good. I think if things are quiet, I've been saying this every week, if things are quiet out of Cowboys camp and hard knocks, things are good.
1: Yeah, overall, that's kind of how you want a hard knocks to go. But it's just yes. their preseason. It it has me a little, <laughs> a little nervous for the depth of Dallas. Is all not 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 their starters. Their starters again. I, I I will absolutely praise the starters for the Dallas Cowboys. They are phenomenal when they're all healthy and all playing. It's the sure. depth that they're horrible at, and yeah. their depth for preseason does not look good. So they need to stay healthy if they're going to have a decent season.
0: Yeah. So that'll wrap up our NFC AFC previews of all our divisions and our picks of who's going to win, what
1: solid we golf a
0: little uh, adjusting on who's going to make our wild card spots. We will do that for you guys next week. We'll yeah. do some playoff analysis or not playoff analysis predictions <laughs> of who we got going, how far um, these two guys got an extra team in the AFC. They're going to have to kick somebody out. Yep. But we will situate that next week <clears> and have some uh, NFL predictions before week one gets started.
1: So um, that does wrap up our NFL discussion guy. Wait, Brooks, did you have something? Okay. Okay. Sorry. Making sure we weren't missing anything there. That does wrap up our, our division breakdowns, our, pre- our predictions. We will give it to you. Uh, we will, we'll will bring it back for you guys next week as we go into the season opener in between the Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers definitely excited for that but we will give you our our, our, our readjusted I guess we'll say last minute uh, predictions for the uh, NFL playoffs so let's go ahead and uh, start wrapping up this episode here we're going to look at the shot bets for this week and the first thing that we had opening it up was Illinois and the Nebraska game
0: How do you
2: we're going streaky! All
1: right, so we had the Illinois versus Nebraska game. Obviously, college football week zero was back. Definitely excited for that. We are now at week one, which we're even more excited about, but it was good to see football back on. Uh, It was Illinois plus 7, beat Nebraska 30-22, to covering, and the outright win. So if you ended up picking Illinois on that bet, congrats. You don't owe us any shots. I ended up losing that bet. I ended up picking Nebraska. I don't know why. I was just kind of maybe being a homer or something, an old one. Don't know. But... Happened, oh, Nebra-
0: Nebraska Twitter is super pissed. Didn't they used to be in the Big 12?
1: Fox. I don't know. It was, it was, yes. Anyways, yeah, they yeah, are
0: like... very unhappy. Yeah, I'm Beyond, pretty sure. Oh, really? On Saturday Sunday
1: was what was what was, not what was not a fun place? <laughs> did you have a, what, what was the highlight of it?
0: Oh, I mean, they're just roasting like Scott Frost sucks, like we should not be losing to Illinois. They're still on their high of like we should be this national powerhouse like we were in the 90s and the fact that they're like <laughs> low level big 10 now and losing the freaking illinois in the season opener
2: is just
0: <sighs> really jabbing these fans okay. in the
2: well did y'all did y'all see how the first points of the college football yeah, season were you scored
0: it to me for a uh, football officials uh yeah.
2: mindset
0: analysis
2: but it was actually a great call b- made by the officials on this yeah, place well, so no no uh, judgment here, but the first points of the season were on on a punt return. The guy fielded it at the two yard line, uh, and then when he was getting tackled in the end zone, he decided to like forward lateral the football, <laughs> which you can't do. And so uh, they had to go back review it. Turns out his knee was down in the end zone uh, where he had the football, so ended up being a safety on a punt return. For the first points of the college football season, uh, let's go!
0: And way to go, refs!
1: Uh, already, with the refs doing it really well this season, always gotta love it. Um, there so, were like
2: five reviews in the first half of that game. I was are you like, serious? College football is back.
1: I watched. Yeah. I watched it, but I, I didn't have it. Like uh, I wasn't paying Baltimore like too close attention. Does
0: love some reviewing? They will wow. review everything and anything for as long
1: as they want. It's become the referee Brooks show. That's, uh, that is Brooke's favorite thing to tweet about. Uh, if y'all didn't catch that earlier, we got to actually dive down that, down that rabbit hole for a little bit. Uh, so, for those that picked Illinois in this bet, obviously you're good. For those like me and Dustin here who ended up picking Nebraska, you owe us a shot. So, cheers to that. Uh, got my second one.
0: I still don't have any. I'll probably have some this weekend.
1: Telling you, <laughs> Dustin, take a video. <laughs> take a picture. Take a tweet. It doesn't matter. Whatever. For anybody else out there, listen, same thing. Go out there, go hit up Chimmy's, send us a tweet that you took your shot bet shot. That's it.
2: It Go find Dustin at Chimmy's and make him take a shot. Somebody
1: record that for him and tag it, and we'll we'll count it against these things racking up. Somebody, please. Um, Our other two shot bets we talked about earlier, we got three for y'all this week, so definitely excited for that one. But our other two were about Texas Tech. Just the two. We didn't add the other one. Oh, no, we do have just two. Oh, why didn't I think there was a third? I think we were just talking about it. All right. Okay, so we just have the two. This is going to be Texas Tech-based, but for anybody that's listening to the tailgate but still wants to join in on this, we have the minus uh, the minus one on Texas Tech versus Houston, so you can bet on that shot bet if you'd like to. And then there is the shock mispronunciation shot bet, the over-under set at 4.5. So it's going to be either four or less or five or more. Make sure you get the shot bets in. Make sure you... Send us a video of you taking your shot bet. Again, like Dustin, it's okay. Sometimes you forget. Sometimes you forget to even just tweet about it. Even just send a picture, even though you're on the show. But it happens. It happens to all of us. Make sure you tag us in those. Make sure that way we, we can repost that for, for our guys. Definitely something fun to have with you guys. Uh, so let's go ahead and wrap up this episode, guys. Wrap it up so that way Brooks can recover from his hangover. Officially take his long nap before he's got to go to work tomorrow. Final shots for the week. We're going to kick smart. this off. Huh?
2: Said no I'm work so, tomorrow. I'm no so work ready. tomorrow.
1: D- All right. Brooks is sleeping for the next 24 hours. Don't expect anything. It's okay. He's recovering. This is Tailgate Talks for a reason. We are drinkers. Dustin, final shot for the week. What do you got? <laughs> Brooks, you okay over there? No, that was that wasn't Brooks. We what had a, a we had one of, of those vibe. One of, those movie, right now. one of those movie wow. flappers, whatever, whenever they got to start the scene and take.
0: Oh, man, this show is going off the rails. <laughs> All right, final shot <laughs> is bomb me. everybody's new favorite football and high school team, Bishop Sycamore. So high school football started this last week, and obviously with no college really and no NFL yet. ESPN likes to broadcast some games this first week. They had games on all Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday um, of some of the top high school teams in the country. And they scheduled a game that was IMG Academy, which is super popular, um, basically a sports academy out of Florida. Tons of four- or five-star recruits, tons of basketball recruits. They're super good at all that. And they were playing this school called Bishop Sycamore, and they beat them, I think, 56 to zero. And turns out, once people started looking into Bishop Sycamore, they're a fake high school. They're actually not even what? a high school, they're just like a fake team. They had, and I mean, the story just keeps building and building every day as people look into it more. Um, during the game, the announcers were given like a sheet of players that had no numbers listed at one point during the game like number 54 got hurt and the announcer's like we don't even have 54 listed on the roster um the coach the head coach got arrested because he had a outstanding warrant for his arrest um they're playing guys that are 19 20 years old and maybe more um that are definitely out of high school and obviously don't have Four or five star recruits that they claim to have. Um, I think it's hilarious the sham they're yeah. trying to do, to be honest. And this is on ESPN. Like, they're, yeah, they're pissed, but it's like, dude, y'all are the ones that scheduled the game to put on national TV. Just because you have IMG Academy, who's a national brand, don't just assume a team they're playing is any good either or even real. <clears throat>
2: Like- well so the ESPN stuff is outsourced actually so it's a third party that does the high school stuff for so yeah. ESPN wasn't in charge of like putting this game together it was okay. that company um Levitard was interviewing yeah, I- John Skipper a former ESPN Ooh. exec and he was saying he was like yeah that's somebody else's decision gotcha. and if I was still at ESPN I would be having a yeah. this will never happen again type of phone call uh, and and because we will be firing you guys if this does but yeah, it's somewhere because high school football on ESPN is like bottom tier. So yeah, the, it's not an ESPN person, but still the fact that that company, you know, got got yeah. scammed like this. Not a good look.
0: Every day, stuff just comes out of this yeah. or that. Or basically, they're playing kids that are definitely not, not high school aged or didn't even graduate high school they're not doing school that's for sure i mean img academy at least yeah they're sports based but they still go to a couple of classes a day or whatever and they pay money to go to high school um but yeah this is like totally fake sham team they and they got whooped last year too in all these kind of games they got
2: they played uh two games in like three days
0: that's okay i forgot about that and all this crap that they have they played a game they're Friday night and got their ass kicked, and then went to play this IMG game on Sunday and got their ass kicked. <laughs> Which and then then they're scheduled to play like
1: Duncanville, and I think they're scheduled to play like Duncanville. Yeah, May,
0: Duncanville canceled that game. Yeah, that was supposed to be this week or next week, but it's just a
1: wild scene. Of- I can't and believe <laughs> this.
2: If you look up their address, it's like a a PO box, a PO <laughs> something like that. Shows it's the, a PO hey,
0: box. I don't hate the hustle, the hustle of of Bishop Sycamore. I don't hey. hate on them at all. Like, good for y'all trying to hustle. Like everybody, was, whatever money you can. I don't know who's getting one and who's paying. Yeah. money.
2: <laughs> John Skipper said, "Can we just appreciate the." how funny this actually is and not just be like ridicule, (laughs) like how bizarre the situation is. is so funny. Like you can't script this any better.
0: (laughs) I'm with John Skipper. That's why I wanted to bring it up. It's just, it's one of the most hilarious things. And the fact that it is on ESPN. And I mean, you had guys getting hurt out there for Bishop Sycamore. It's like, well, yeah, these are like, obviously not four and five star athletes at high school age playing 18 year olds that are, Better than most college kids, like right now. So of course y'all got hurt. They didn't
2: even have like matching helmets.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
1: They They don't have matching helmets. They're sharing helmets.
0: Yeah, they're like sharing helmets. They gave like almost a fake roster. Apparently, when like somebody got hurt or made a reception or something, they didn't have that person on the roster. Like their sideline reporter went and asked a coach, like, hey, who is number such and such? He's like, I don't know.
2: Wow. It's bizarre. It's truly bizarre. Uh, bizarre and awesome at the same time. I can't wait for like a and documentary the, to come uh, out. Uh, ESPN 30
1: for 30.
0: And then all the like Bishop Sycamore memes and tweets and TikToks yeah. are they're just off the rails. People are like when Cam Newton got released, they were like, Cam Newton signed with Bishop Sycamore for two years. <laughs>
2: I saw that tweet like, oh, you don't know her. She goes to Bishop Sycamore. <laughs>
0: like, it's amazing. Oh, you don't you, you're oh, oh, she, this she goes
2: is, to Bishop Sycamore, right? This is gold. So That's yeah, gold. such a f- Bishop Sycamore is such a fucking fake ass name, too. Like, come on. <laughs> Bishop Sycamore. Yeah. So Bishop Sycamore,
1: guys. All congrats. Right. Congrats, guys. Congrats on being the best fake team ever. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, Brooks, do you ha- do you have a final take for the week? Uh that was gonna
2: be my final take. <laughs> okay, so
1: uh, okay. I think there's really nothing
2: else worth talking about other than a high school, a fake See, high school mine, team making mine its is, way the ESPN.
1: I had one, and I'm pretty proud of it, but it's, it's kind of gone now. But no, keep, go it's fine. All right, it was it was that uh, uh, during the last preseason game for the Texans, Justin Reed safety for the Houston Texans got to do a kickoff and so uh he ended up actually it actually it, it went all the way to I think the five yard yeah four four and a half yard line from a kickoff and then they go and stop them right at the 20 and almost get a turnover from it but okay. uh it was kind of funny because they showed like a, a a thing at the at the at their uh at their training camp and uh, he basically kicks the ball off, and he goes and gets the tackle right afterwards, or assists on it. Um, but he's like, "Yeah, man, I just want—I just wanted to be able to tell people like, whenever I, I'm not—I'm not just bsing. I know how to kick. Like, I know what I'm doing. Like, I'm not just lying about that and just talking out of my ass." And then, sure enough, he ends up kicking it. You know, what is it—a a, a, seventy-yard kickoff—and goes and helps with the tackle right at the end of it. So it was kind of <laughs> cool, but I, I, yeah. I don't think I'm beating Bishop Sycamore. Uh but that was that was gonna be my final shot for the week. Definitely it was exciting for me as a Houston fan because this is the highlight of my season, I'm pretty sure. Um so, anyways. Mm-hmm. That's gonna wrap up the episode for us this week, guys. Uh any other takes we got for today? I think that was pretty pretty good episode or pretty a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Um but yeah. that will wrap up the show for us, guys. Make sure. If you're not already, subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on Spotify. If it is on iTunes, five stars. Drop the drop the good review below. Uh, make sure you're following us on all socials. Tailgate underscore talks on Twitter. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Make sure you subscribe there. Hit the bell. Dustin, you'll find him at Dustin Wimmer 22. Brooks, you'll find him at Calvin B Barrett. Me, you'll find me at Blanca where the Ls of one. And uh, as always, guys, was a ton of fun. Was a very good episode. Definitely uh, catch you guys next week.
2: Catch y'all at the next tailgate.